this morning as I was reading my Bible. I opened it up and this picture spoke to me. It says, I love you. And it's by Kobe, my son, about two years ago. And since the time he gave it to me, it's remained in my Bible. I love you. But there's a cross. And there's a crown. And then there's Kobe, who's got a lot of hair. And big hands. And then there's Daddy, who's got not much hair. And skinny hands. I love you. I love you. I don't know what picture of God you come here today with. Your picture of God can be shaped in all different ways. Just like that lady, Mary Magdalene, who we find in the Bible. The journey of your life, those hurts, the pressures, the painful moments, the broken relationships, the challenging moments of work, whatever it is, God has come to give you eternal life and to set you free. In Romans, we find it says, Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. For all of us are like Mary Magdalene. And it doesn't matter how big a sin or how small a sin, in God's eyes, that is sin and it equals to be the same. In Ecclesiastes, Indeed, there we go. There is not a righteous man on earth who can continually do good and never sin. What's this saying to us this morning? It's saying we are all in the same boat. It's saying we're all in the same boat as Mary Magdalene where we're being dragged out. And the devil continues to bring up your past, to bring up your hurt. He continues to put pain and pressure. But Ephesians 2. gives us hope and gives us a future where it says for grace you have been saved through faith 
And this is not of your doing, but it is a it is a gift from God. How does this work? For all have sinned, for all have been separated from a relationship with Jesus. And as we continue to go about life, if we don't have Jesus, we're separated and we can look out, but there is a gap between us and God. But the cross, the cross of Jesus Christ bridges that gap and allows us to walk every day in a relationship with him. Just like Mary Magdalene, who was at Jesus' feet, who was at the end of her life, she looked up into the eyes of Jesus. And Jesus reached down and gave her hope gave her meaning, gave her purpose. And this Easter, Jesus wants to reach down into your life. I don't know where you may come from or what challenges you may face. You may face challenges with family or with children or with health or you may face challenges with work, with relationships. You may face challenges in all different aspects of your life, but today, this Easter, Jesus is reaching down and saying, trust me. I've got this. Trust me. Whatever it is that's holding you back, Whatever it is that's holding you back from living a life following Jesus, experiencing the fullness of his grace, walking every day with confidence, hope and assurance. Whatever it is, Jesus says, trust me. When he died on that cross, he was painting a picture for you. He was drawing a picture for you. And as he bled and died, he died just for you. And he wrote... I love you. I love you. But the story wasn't finished yet. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that what Easter is all about? It's all about walking the way, experience the life of Jesus Christ in your own life. And this is the amazing thing. That in Romans 10.9, we have this confidence. 
when it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. What does it say? Have you read this before? If you haven't, these are the four awesome words that you want to read. You will be saved. Thomas, when he was with Jesus, encountered an amazing experience with him as they talked about the home, his home. It's recorded in John 14. And here Jesus is speaking to his disciples. And he's speaking to you and I today. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in me. Believe in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And this is what he says. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again. And receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know the way. Thomas, who we have met, said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and, and how can we know the way? And this is our main verse for this year as a church. Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Today, Jesus wants to give you salvation. Jesus wants you to experience the power of the cross, his death and his resurrection. And today, we want to give you the opportunity to live victoriously. And when I say live victoriously, I don't mean it's going to be hurt and there's not going to be pain and challenges and even suffering. But when you live victoriously, you live knowing the way. With your eyes fixed on heaven, with your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, and you live victoriously because you are filled with the Holy Spirit who Jesus says, I'm going and I'm sending the Spirit to be in you, to be with you, to lead you, to comfort you and to guide you. And that is Spirit-filled living. And today Jesus wants to give you the Holy Spirit. He wants to give you the assurance of salvation. He wants you to walk the way every day with Him. If you confess that He is the Lord and believe that He died and rose again. I don't know your background. This may be your first time at church this morning. And you may have gone through life and you may have heard the hymn Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved Rich Like Me. 
Or Anzac days, when I've heard the hymn, Abide with me, fast falls even tight. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. And today, those dots are connecting for you. That this is all about a Jesus who died and rose again just for you. If it's your first time here, or you've been here for quite a while, but you've just put those dots together. Today, I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to make a decision for him and say, Lord, I give you my life and I publicly declare that you are my saviour. Or maybe you've been coming along to church for quite a while now. And today you've seen Monique, who stood out in front of you and said, I confess that he's my saviour. That he lived and died for me. And you want to make the same decision. To step out and publicly confess and be baptised. Or maybe you've been here for many years. You're a rock-solid Christian and you're walking the way pretty well. Maybe today is a recommitment for you. To say, Lord, I recommit my life to you. I want to make you number one again. I want to go where you go. I want to walk the way with you and continue to walk the way with you. Whichever one of those you are, I want to stop and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray a prayer for each one of you. And I want to give you the opportunity to respond during that prayer. To respond to that decision that you've made. You've met Mary Magdalene today. You've met Thomas today. You've experienced Jesus today. And today, he wants to come into your life and live with you for eternity. Will you let him? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, we come to you today. Thank you so much for coming to this world, for living and for dying to bear our sins, our hurt, our shame, our pain, our doubts, our weaknesses, our failures. You died. For all of that. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for coming to life again. For standing up in our lives and saying, I love you. I love you. Lord, there's some here today. It may be their first time or they've been coming for quite a while now, but they haven't confessed their heart to you. And so, Lord, today I want to give the opportunity for them to confess their heart to you. If this is you today, I'm going to say a prayer with you 
as I say the prayer, repeat the prayer to me. Lord, I give you my life. I confess that you are my saviour. That you lived and you died and you rose again. And that you're coming back for me. I confess you today. Lord, there's those of us here today who are on this journey and who've walked the way for many years now but may have not made a decision to publicly declare you. And together with those that just prayed, Lord, they might want to make a decision to declare you are the risen Saviour, the Lord of their life, and get baptised. Lord, you know each person here today. You know where their heart is. You know where they're at. And Lord, for those people that have made that decision this morning to make a stand and to step up and who want to get baptised like Monique, Lord, I pray that you may continue to work upon their heart. Continue to convict them with the Holy Spirit and allow them to experience you in a powerful way. And Lord, there's others of us here who are walking the way, who are in step with you. Lord, I pray for a new anointing of the Holy Spirit, a new filling of the Holy Spirit upon their life. I pray that you may continue to lead and guide them and that this time today, they may recommit their life to you, rededicate their life to you, realising the amazing grace, the gift of salvation has come to each and every one of us today. And Lord, may we together as a church community not look back, not let our heart be troubled, not doubt like Thomas or be felt like shame and hurt like Mary Magdalene, but look into your eyes and continually look into your eyes, knowing that you have given us victory. And though what may come our way, the storms, the darkness, the challenges, Lord, we have the confidence knowing that you have and are going to continue to stand up in our lives. May we Remember you this Easter. This is our prayer in your name. Amen. Today, if you've made the decision to get baptised, or you want to walk the way and you're new here, we encourage you to come and speak to Pastor Lockie, Pastor Mike, or one of the elders who can share with you and walk this journey with you as well. Or myself, I'm here as well. We'd love to connect with you. So come and see us and share with us. But praise God, he's risen.